we're back with another episode of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Gerald Glass, we come right back at you here from Pop Culture Cosmos, Game Source, Inside Sports, Fantasy Football, and of course, the Lakers Fast Break. We truly appreciate everyone out there. It's all of our great shows. And if you can, please give us that five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe. That's right. Hit the little beady-eyed Joe right there at the bottom, bottom right, right below Sean. To get the latest notifications on when we go live on the air with the latest Lakers Fast Break podcast, but also as well, again, the Pop Culture Cosmos, where we cover the latest news and trends in pop culture each and every week, twice a week. This week on the Monday show that we just dropped, Josh Peterson has a great interview with the Scottish band. There will be fireworks, so go ahead and check that out. Plus, we had some great interviews on Friday to go ahead and hit at you, and on this upcoming Friday. John Orlando is back as we preview SummerSlam and a whole bunch more in our State of Pro Wrestling for August of 2023. So go ahead and check that out this week right there at the Pop Culture Cosmos. Plus our good friend Joe Soro, who must be putting his makeup on. I don't know where he said. He said it'd be here. He said 8 o'clock? Yeah, 8 o'clock's fine. Okay. You see Joe? I don't see Joe. No Joe. G.I. Joe. But no, Joe. There's Joe. All right, there's Joe. Okay, go ahead and check out Joe today, who's right on time at LakersBall.com. That's Ox1947. Plus, he owns a company, who, which is probably the reason why. The reason why he was probably a little bit tardy was because he's probably handling Symblades business. Symblades with the Y.com. If you want your lawn transformed into something much more magical than it is today, go ahead and check out Symblades. Simulateswithawhy.com. Also, as well, our good friends, Jamie Sweet, with his five things articles, and the number one Lakers blogger that's out there, Laker Tom. Go ahead and check out what they're doing today. I think everything's a little bit on the mend now between those two. Not as, a, I guess, drama, which I know we all love the drama. I think it's actually a little bit drama-free right now. Some good articles there, but Laker Tom still thinking about those excellent Mock trades that he does oh so well. He's either talking about them at Laker Tom or go ahead and he's writing about them today at Lakerholics.com. Plus also as well, good friend John McCallion. Go ahead and check out John McCallion. Yes, he's doing a lot of streams lately. Go ahead and check it out today at the John McCallion channel. And last but not least, if you get a chance, and I know not everyone did, please go ahead and check out the awesome, awesome interview we had with Stone Hansen. He is going to take a hiatus, uh, leave of absence, per se, from the world of basketball. He said he might return someday down the road. So uh, in our misty-eyed, very uh, emotional goodbye to Stone, he goes ahead into depth on what he's looking at for the Lakers up this upcoming season. That's on one of the back episodes right here on YouTube, Facebook, and wherever you get your podcasts. So please, like, share, subscribe. Follow whatever you can do to help us out right here at the Lakers Fast Break. All right. Well, August is around the corner, and August 4th is even closer here coming up in just a few days because right there on August 4th is the first eligible date that Anthony Davis can be offered a extension. That's right. He could be offered an extension for, I believe, three years. And a hundred and sixty-eight 
right there around there, 167 and change. You know, when you get up that high in the millions, does it really matter? 168, let's just round it off, million dollars right there. So the question is, should he take it? Should the Lakers offer it? And is there a better deal for him down the road? These are the issues we're going to talk about today on the program for everyone out there. Plus also, again, it is Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis, like I mentioned, three, he's been could be offered three years, 168 roughly million dollars is the, what he could be offered. The max on that is what they can do. It's a 30% of the cap deal as opposed to the max max, which he would have to wait an additional year if he wanted to go ahead and look for that. And that would get him uh, with his early termination offer and all that, what he'd have to do because he's one of the few contracts out there that has an ETO as opposed to a player option or a team option. He has an early termination option, which is kind of different. So he can't extend off that in a normal fashion. So if he wants even more cashola, he gets to go ahead and has to wait. He can say no to the Lakers on an on extension right away. He has to go ahead and wait until next year when he would could go and become a free agent and uh, then be offered, my gosh, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum money. And that's uh, five years, 300 plus million dollars. So that's something he could maybe look at if he wants to. But here today to talk about the options Anthony Davis has and the options the Lakers have in regards to an extension. Good man indeed. He is the madman for Toronto. He did get out of Toronto traffic to talk Anthony Davis and the money he may soon or get now or get later. It is the magic man, Sean Grice. The magic man, great to have you here, my friend. When you're talking about, first off, whether or not you should or you shouldn't offer him, remember mm -hmm. the same guy, you're offering all that money. He has a track record of injuries. He's on the wrong side of 30. I'm just putting everything in perspective. I'm not hating as of yet, uh, saying whether or not I would do it or not. But your thoughts on this, my friend, because there's a good and a bad. You saw at the peak in the first two rounds of the playoffs, which you got with the best of Anthony Davis. And then we all know what goes on with the rest of Anthony Davis during the course of the past few seasons as well, my friend. So would you offer him? on August 4th, the three-year deal extension. Yes, I would. Yes, I would. I would offer it to him um, in full, and uh, I would expect that um, he would sign it. Um, Gerald, yes, everything you just said is technically correct. However, uh, because he missed standard set of games that the NBA has applied to arbitrary, you know, numbers, he would have been a top 10 scorer and a top 10 rebounder. And actually he would have won the rebounding title because he was technically averaging more rebounds than Sabonis. Um, yeah, he's, he's north of 30. All right. But you're talking about a guy who probably would have who would have supplanted Donovan Mitchell as a second team All NBA player last year, had he played the requisite number of games. But so I would say, hold on, wait, 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 wait. I would say, I would say, 
Gerald, he's probably at his midpoint as far as his prime is concerned. I think um, he's got until like 34 or 35. Um, I think he's still right there. I think he's got like, so I think, so at, to put things into perspective, because a lot of the times they're, they're um, set up against one another as a dichotomy. Embiid has taken a beating so badly over his career, Gerald, that at best he's got two years left of being this kind of player. If the Lakers are able to solidify a role for anyone who can take up a bulk of minutes to save on Anthony Davis's body, Anthony has a game that ages well. So it's it's a very different composition than Embiid. And I would just say that you'd offer him that extension and he would sign it. I think it's going to be a similar situation to what happened with Dame. You know, he had had options, but they offered him the extension. He signed it. I think the same thing will happen with Anthony Davis. Again, I'm playing devil's advocate here. I'm just trying to say, you know, I'm not Mm -hmm. saying whether or not I I want it going on. But again, you mentioned it in your, you know, in what your answer was in regards to, you know, well, if he can make it, well, if he can make it, well, he didn't play, but, well, he didn't play, but, you know, enough games, but, you know, how many buts did we have over the course of the past few seasons with him since he became a Laker? How many actual games has he been able to play? What is the percentage and what's the ratio of games he's been available for active duty to go ahead and be able to play out there on the court? That's that if you're on both sides of the equation, that's what what was being talked about is the fact that the guy cannot seemingly stay healthy or on the court consistently for even 65 games in a season. So that's, you know, putting it in both contexts from both sides, from the detractors to your side, what you would do. I personally would probably go ahead and offer the three one seventy. I don't think he'll take it. I think he's now going to be in the fact that this, his, he's got one last chance to get a huge contract. He's got the option to go ahead and wait it out and see if he can get, uh, you know, have a good season and then try and get a five year, $300 million plus contract, Sean, and he'll get it if he has a good season. Yeah, he would, Gerald. He, he would be uh, he would be the uh, hot tamale on uh, the uh, free agent ticker as if uh, he has a monster year. Yep. Yeah. So you're right there. You're right there. Um, I, I'll just say this. Uh, you know, I I I I agreed with you when when you said you know that the about the devil devil advocacy. Uh, argument yeah that all that is true but you know what you sometimes you got it in a relationship you got to compromise and you got to cooperate and um that may be true but you know steph curry kevin durant have missed more games than he has over a requisite period of, of time if you look at it and that didn't preclude them or stop them from being voted uh to uh all nba uh selections but nevertheless anthony davis is is that one player who gets singled out uh for 
you know, being unavailable, you know, and we all oh, know I, I the, single out Kawhi and Paul George as well. And the Clippers have got a big decision on those guys as well. So well, yeah, same well, thing. Well, yeah. I, I, that being said, Gerald, uh, has Anthony Davis missed uh, quite a few playoff games? Because to me, he's been available. Well, the, uh, until he got hurt. Yeah, yeah, he I was, was available. Say, the series. He, yeah. yeah, other than that, he's been available, correct? Other correct? than that, yes. yes. Other than that, but then again, so, if I'm if well, I'm giving you that, the devil's advocate, that, that I, it, okay, all right. Yeah, other than that, but other than that, you know, you you have to keep on filling the senses out. If you're, I mean, it's just like in the in the Lakers uh, executive offices right now. It's like one side will be saying, you know, this is what he does so well. This is what he does so well. But then you're saying, but but then you're saying, other than that, then you you know it's like it's like there's always an asterisk be, behind exactly everything that he's doing. Again, for what you're getting and the possibilities, I like the three year extension offer for him to offer. But again, so, he may Gerald, not take it because he Gerald, might be betting on himself. Gerald Carl Anthony Towns is a is eligible for a four year like two hundred and forty four million dollar extension. Are you saying that Carl Anthony Towns is more available than Anthony Davis and is no, worth two hundred? No. Oh, okay, fair enough. No, because no. a lot of people, again, a lot of people want to want to make that comparison as well, right? That somehow Carl Anthony Towns has lapped Anthony Davis as. Uh, you know, he loves to brag that he's the best shooting big man ever, Gerald, right? But that's when he's playing. But I'm just telling you, that if you're talking about, you know, why it's not a clean cut, let's just go ahead and do it. Because no, I, yeah. I, under, no, I understand. But you know what? That's the world we live in, right, Gerald? Unfortunately, it's a double standard. And uh, as, as Laker Tom says, uh, Gerald, half glass, you know, half glass, half full, glass, half empty. You know, yeah, it's, I'm it's, just it's, telling it's, you that. Yeah, no, no, it's true, though. It's true. You want people telling you both sides of the story. No, it's true. But he's and he's also a victim of a double standard here because a a, a lot of players of his similar ilk aren't held to the same standard somehow that he is. And it's, you know, that's a little frustrating because he has some of the hardware and the requisite numbers Gerald to back up that yeah he's been a very productive player I mean you even said it yourself a a big man like that who's been playing since he's 19 like against uh, the highest level of competition I mean he's third he's over 30 now that's well over 10 years so obviously you're not going to get the 27 year old Anthony Davis you're getting the a little more experienced 30 year old vet who you're trying to conserve for as uh, Joe has um, said for the next two playoff runs, because that's pretty much it. This is Raphael from NBA draft And you are listening to the Lakers fast break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. If you have a better movie in the can, why is that not the movie that you released in the first place? I would say it's more culturally relevant than The Simpsons and Rick and Morty. Like It has become a staple of American entertainment. 
I think Dragon Age 4 is carrying the future of Bioware on its shoulders. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, it's the Lakers Fast Break. We are discussing the possibilities in regards to an extension for Anthony Davis. Should we? Shouldn't we? Should he? Shouldn't he? We're going to be talking about that on today's show and some great words and great thoughts from Magic Man Indeed. But also here today, good man indeed. He is the guy behind Symbolade. Symbolades with a Y.com and Oxide T47 at LakersBall.com. It is Joe Soro. First off, Joe, great trailer with Corrupt. The story trailer debuted today on YouTube. Joe shared it out there. So please go ahead and give some love to a what is a potential hit out there as far as an indie hit for the fighting game scene are you by any chance i don't know if i, I didn't see a text Do, are you stopping by evo this week negative i have a lot of i have a new shipment that's come in in another realm of business that i can't kind of walk away from at this point but there is a there is a big group that will be there and this will be the first time you will be able to play corrupt which has been a a long time waiting. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm, I wish you guys and I wish everyone, as far as the corrupt team, all the success this weekend at Evo. It is the major you know, game, the fighting game championships is right there for you as far as in the fighting game realm. It is the thing of the entire year for the world of fighting games. So I hope it's demonstrated well at Evo, and I hope it will get and garner some great success for you and the entire team of Corrupt, my friend. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Yes, it's uh, this is one of those things where either nothing will happen or something big will happen. Well, let's really, hope so, my friend. And if it does, we're all going to benefit from it, and I'm looking forward to it. I do want to ask you, though, about Anthony Davis. Remember about a year ago, you said, Gerald, let's give Anthony Davis a year. Let's give him a year. Let's see what happens. So I said, you know what, Joe? I'm going to respect your wishes. I think you're right. I think we should give him a year. And let's go ahead and see what happens. And he had, you know, at times, it was a rocky road. You know, out of the out of the lineup, kind of looked malaise at times. But there were times where he looked like he was one of the top five players in the league. Then he goes in that last, last quarter of the season, he starts to turn it on. You saw what he gave you in those first two playoff rounds kind of faded, obviously, in the D- Denver series, as the rest of the Lakers did, unfortunately, and didn't get it done. But you have a chance on August the 4th as the Lakers to go ahead and you know contemplate whether or not you want to give him or offer him a three-year, almost $170 million contract. Or if you're on Anthony Davis's team, you also have the decision to make whether or not you want to take it if offered or wait it out and maybe see if you can get later on down the road a five-year, $300 million plus extension. So your thoughts on this, my friend. Again, this is for a player that has not played in 65 games in the season at all since he's been with the Lakers. The highest he was is in 2019. He played 62. So you have a guy that's on the back end of 30. You have a guy that has been has not played 63 games in a season with the Lakers, yet you're still, I think, again, with what we see, the Lakers probably will not have a choice and have to at least offer him something on August the 4th. I think timing is what's going to help Anthony Davis here. 
like most of these guys who are getting these large contracts, the timing is what plays in their favor. Anthony Davis has two things wait, uh, going for him. You can't risk not giving him an extension and not having him focused for this very, very important season. And at the same time, the Lakers are notorious for taking care of their own. Kobe severance the last two years being a good example. I have no doubt that they're going to extend Anthony Davis. They're going to offer, is what you're asking. They're going to offer it, and he will take it, and it won't really be a discussion after that. It's just what it is. The timing of it is going to be in Anthony Davis's favor. I'm sure deep down, Jeannie and the crew don't want to pay him that money, but they really don't have a choice. They're going to have to pay him and hope that he continues to, 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 to kind of get into that mental part that he was in this last year where even though he was hurt, he still played through it, which he doesn't get enough credit for. Uh, and it's sad to say that, you know, hey, everybody should fight through their injuries or their while they're hurt, but AD doesn't have that reputation. And I think it's an overblown reputation of him uh, not being someone who's available, considering if you compare it to someone like Steph Curry and Kawhi Leonard, he's played more games than those guys in the last you know few years. It's it's just we pick on Anthony Davis. A lot of it is is I wouldn't say I don't know if warranted is the right word, but no one Steph Curry's done what he is supposed. Well, he's exceeded what he was supposed to do. He's no one. I don't think I don't think even. Steph maybe might have seen himself winning back-to-back MVPs. Kawhi Leonard's won a couple championships, won a couple of finals MVPs with two different teams. He's kind of, you know, overshot his potential since he came into the league. Anthony Davis is still that guy that hasn't truly fulfilled his full potential. And his full potential is an MVP. He is missing an MVP in his career. He has won at every level, college, FIBA, Olympics, the NBA, but he's never really taken over individually in a season, whether winning a, a defensive player of the year or, and even more than that, it's really an MVP because I think that's still there for him if he can play 70 games. Uh, I think he got hosed in 2020 if we didn't have COVID stop. Uh, the NBA season, I believe he would have won. I don't know what happened between that March and, and August, but I just I'm still in complete amazement that he didn't win in defensibility. He had won that thing like two months in that season, but he's he hasn't fulfilled his 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 full potential. He should he was an MVP in in, in the waiting, and you have to pay him. You have to pay him and show the league, show future signings, future trades, future talent that this is the L.A. Lakers and we take care of our own, especially if they've done good for us, which Anthony Davis has helped us win a championship. The thing, though, is let's say you are representing Anthony Davis. And again, if you wait it out, my friend, on the table could potentially be a five-year, three hundred million plus extension, as opposed to the one seventy that you could be offered literally in just a few days. What are you advising Anthony Davis to do right now? Okay, I know what you would like to say because it would save the Lakers some money, but 
what are you if you were actually truly Anthony Davis's representation, what would you be telling him right now? Do you bet do you bet on yourself to get another 130 million? Oof, that's a great question. No. No. Not not Anthony Davis, because Anthony Davis is, could have a an injury that could take him out. Take what you have in front of you right now and he did it before. He took what was in front of him and he just took it and not yeah, exactly the best deal. He don't not, don't don't make the mis- the same mistake guys like Schroeder did, guys like Nerlens Noel. Don't worry. Look, I've never had 300 million or 170 million in my life, but at what point is are you going to live a different lifestyle uh, at 300 million versus 170 million? I doubt it. Might as well take what's there. Might as well take what's there. Don't risk it. Otherwise, you make a monumental mistake. He, he won't be eating cat food, even if it does happen. And that could play a part in it. Look, I've already made $100 million in my career. The hell with it. We'll risk it. That There's some, there's some validity there. <laughs> I could buy that, too. But if... Anthony Davis's plantar fasciae, whatever they call it, breaks. He's done. He will never play Anthony Davis ball again, and that was a lot of the the fear I remember last year. Where what is that? What is that little thing under his foot? If that thing goes a different way, is it going to destroy his career? Is it going to destroy? Is it going to be something kind of like how when Dwight Howard came to LA the first time and had back surgery, and that was. That was essentially kind of his downfall. He he never was able to become Dwight Howard of old. If I'm Dwight, I take the money that's in front of you right now and guarantee that you got that at least. I wouldn't risk waiting for three hundred million. Sean, uh, I bring it back to you, my friend. As I unmute you here, I'm just gonna say right now again, I'm playing devil's advocate. Uh, you know, I, I know if I'm the Lakers, like like Joe said, you really are going to have to be forced to go ahead and offer him the three for roughly 170. Let's just say 168, whatever, you know, in that range. But that five for 300 plus is very tempting, my friend. And that's something, again, th- this will, whatever the extension that he signs, it will most likely be the last major contract that he signs ever again as a NBA player. He'll sign smaller deals, maybe at the back end of his career, et cetera, et cetera. But he will not be getting a huge 35 year at the age of 35 plus. He'll never be, he won't be getting like a huge contract like LeBron did at 35. He is going to be probably playing, you know, looking at his largest payday here and now, or when he goes ahead and decides if he t- decides to take that five for 300 deal that could still be on the table, could, could be on the potentially be on the table. So I ask you, my friend, you know, I've seen all the social media. I go to Twitter X, whatever it is, I will go there and I see all everybody. You just type in Anthony Davis extension and just like, Oh, Anthony Davis is expected to sign an extension. Anthony Davis is expected to sign an extension. Oh, congrats, Anthony Davis. Congrats, AD. You're signing the extension. You're going to sign the extension. Everybody assumes that Anthony Davis is going to sign that extension, that the Lakers will offer him that. Is it safe to assume that that's going to be the case? 
I, I put it at those odds. I I think he's he's going to sign it. Um, some something tells me that that he's see. It's interesting that that phrase. Bet on yourself. Bet on the situation that's in front of you that you, you can see with your eyes and you hear with your ears. Mm-hmm. You know all, all this the secret and wish it wanted be it. Sometimes you got to look in the mirror and say, that's a lot of cash that's guaranteed that I might not see again. Mm-hmm. It's possible, right, Gerald? It's possible. Well, again, he has those two options. It's, he it's, takes it's, the one it's step. Possible. It's possible, though. I'll never he, see that kind of money again. He takes the 170, and that's on top of whatever he has left on his contract. Or the early termination part of it next year. And then he could go ahead and sign the five as a free agent, uh, as far as the five is concerned. So again, it's very different though, dealing with a big man over 30 and you're giving him all that money that's guaranteed because if he does sign, it may be more difficult to trade him. That's true. But also, again, it's also 30 to 35% of the cap. Right now, if the Lakers offer him, they can only offer him what he's making, which is 30% of the salary cap. So if he does decide, well, hold on, let me say, right? Let me say this. Uh, Hold on. Yeah, the cap is always going to continue to go up every single year, up to, you know, right around 10% each year is what is expected. Mm -hmm. Okay. But right now, he makes 30% of the cap. That's what his contract is prorated at right now. The rest of his rest of his years is years on the contract. If he has offered an extension that the three years 170 roughly is 30% of the cap. If he decides to hold out, do the ETO thing, and then go as free agent, then get signed as a five-year deal extension on top of that, he can do it at the full 35% max. That's the difference. It's only 5% to you and I. But 5% when it comes to that many millions is still a lot of millions. Yeah, it is, Gerald. You know, there some people who buy. And again, fan- I'm just playing. I'm just trying to bounce it off and just, you know, telling you everybody the particulars out there. Hey, you know, phantom phantoms aren't cheap, Gerald. Everyone's, you know, the interest, the interest on someone owning a phantom has gone up. This, not this. Obviously, it's not the same if you own a fiat. Or uh, uh, what do they make now? Do you guys still make the uh, the cobalt? Oh, the 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 Chevy cobalt. Yeah, do you still make that? I don't know. I'd have to go. Okay. Ahead anyway, just it's different, but the interest the interest is the same. Like he's got to look at his future too. Um, you know, everything's going up. The cost of living, um, weather, weather. Yeah, Gerald. Gerald, <laughs> hey, you know what? I mean, millionaires have millionaires have problems too, man. Yes, they, they just true. don't. They don't have, just have the same problems that we do. But yeah, I I would think it would behoove behoove them to sign the extension. And I know that Genie and you know some of the um, ownership might be gritting their teeth in that. But like, so if the cap's going up an average of ten percent a year. That's the, his contract looks more reasonable to me because instead of eating up 30% of the cap, 
Uh, that extension, he eats up what twenty? That one year, it's twenty-seven. Well, and no, the with next the, year, with it's the, twenty-four. With, with, no, but with the raises, it's the continual raises he will get. It will still be thirty percent of the cap. Oh, it would be it would be he would get it, really? yeah. It wouldn't it okay. wouldn't be a flat rate? It wouldn't be a flat okay. rate. It's like let's flat. say it's, it won't be a okay. Draymond Green four for one hundred twenty-five right, a year. Right, it's going right. to be gradual raises as okay. the league gets raises. He will get raises each and every year on top of that. So it will still be at thirty percent of, okay. of of whatever the cap is. Most and in fact, it adjusts. You know, everybody sees that that three for one sixty-seven, one sixty-eight. Let's say the cap does not go up 10%, then that number gets tweaked a little bit, just to let everybody know. It's it's basically when he signs, he's going to get 30% of whatever that cap is going forward. And if, if, he, if he signs the extension right away. If he doesn't, it waits it out and has, has offered a five-year, if he's in free agency, and offer a five-year $300 million plus deal, that would be off the full 35% max because he's been on an all nba team yeah and don't don't give me that bull about this not being a hard cap that, that, that what you described is a hard cap gerald that, that, i'm just that, but i'm just cap, letting you know i know i know no i know but but make it make sense the cap is going up and my player his salaries are going to be going up but yet it's still going to reflect the same that that doesn't Percentage. make any yeah it doesn't make any sense to me that, that makes no sense to me, but this is this is the NBA salary cap. These are the, the constraints that fall within it, and I'll say it again. Good teams that make good decisions are punished for those decisions because life is about choices, but bad teams who don't draft well and don't develop well are seemingly immune from any kind of punishment or repercussions for the bad for the mistakes they make only to have uh, a savior once in a while fall into your lap. And now the Lakers find themselves, again, Gerald, I think you're right. I think Jeannie is going to grit her teeth, but um, authorize Rob to make an offer for the extension, and I think AD will sign it. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. We're talking the Anthony Davis extension. It is the Magic Man, Sean Grice, and Joe Soro, along with me, Gerald Glassford. Thanks so much for watching and listening. Please subscribe today. Help us get to 1,000 subscribers on YouTube. Also, you'll get the latest notifications when you do and when we go live in the air with the latest Lakers fast break podcast. Joe, again, it's not as easy and as cut dry as some people have, have talked about. You know, some people say, oh, yeah, it's easy. It's a no-brainer. He's going to sign. It's no problem. They need to offer him. They're going to offer him. No-brainer. I mean, again, with all the parameters when it concerns what the Lakers are dealing with, with his injury history, but also with AD, you know, seeing that there could be more money down the road, it's not just as cut and dry as saying, oh, yeah, we got to take it. But I understand the fact that his injury history might dictate otherwise. I don't think it matters. Honestly, there it's a, the timing is the thing here is it's you're, you're not going to put a monkey wrench on a season that could be the last you have as a contender for for a while. Uh, you don't know what's going to happen after LeBron is done. Uh, you have to hope that there's a free agent that wants to come play with Anthony Davis when LeBron is done. We don't know if that's going to happen. So you're going to 
commit to the guy, the, the one guy that's going to be here beyond 2025 and hope that that attracts the second guy to say, L.A. loves taking care of their guys no matter what's going on. I'm going to go to L.A. And it's just that's what it is. That there's no other way to go around it. Well, the reason why I say that, Joe, is because, again, I, I, I know that if I was in the Lakers, I would go ahead and say, you know what? We cannot lose this guy for nothing in a couple of years. We got to go ahead and see what we can do to sign him up for now and get him signed away. But then again, if he says no to the contract extension, don't you think that speaks a lot right there? If he says no, it could work out good or bad. Do you want to pay him $300 million? No. I would rather have him take the 170 yeah, but what if what if he leaves it out and what if he banks on himself and he decides to go for that? Or do you think the Lakers should be involved in that bidding for the five years, 300 plus? I don't think so, no. I If I'm the Lakers, I sit back and let him dictate what he wants to do. And you're going to have to oblige either way. Because it gets you, trickier if he says no. If he that, says no, that means you're, you're going to pay Jalen Brown money to AD soon. And... I'm I'm pretty confident that you don't want to pay a guy that's going into the latter half of his career, especially five years. I don't know about that one. That, one, I, that one's gonna hurt. That I one's gonna hurt. Yeah, that, I I would I would strongly want him to take the 170 right now versus having to pay him another 130 million probably for the last three years. No, I'd say last two years. Well, even this one, you know, if he says yes to a three-year extension, that is still on top of the two years that he has left. So you would, he would not have the early termination. It's on better that. now, better and going then, to thirty-six than going into thirty-eight. He would, he would be thirty-four or thirty-five by the end of the contract. Here's he here's what they can do. It would take a lot of intestinal fortitude to do this. Uh, I think thirty-five. You cannot pay him. You can't go five years beyond this year. I, I don't know. I, I just I think that'd be a paying this guy what would be sixty to seventy million dollars in his last year. You're never going to get rid of that contract. No one will pick up that contract. E- uh, that's a good even, chance it would be eighty. Even yeah, even yeah, even if if somebody wanted his expiring, who's what are you going to do? Go get two max players for that eighty million. You are stuck. Paying a guy that's likely done eighty million in his last year. There's gonna be a. There's gonna have to be some kind of revamp in this salary thing. I think they really screwed up not negotiating more. Paying somebody eighty million dollars, who's done? No. But remember, it's a percentage. People are st- again. I know that uh, everybody started you're saying on the on the on these podcasts. Look at the look at the percentage instead of the dollar amount. Thirty five percent is the super max at this point in time. Thirty percent is what AD would be offered if he's offered within the next few days. That's still a lot of change, and as far as sucking up your cap, that's still going to be a lot per year. Magic Man, you wanted to interject with something? Yeah, but like no, normally, Gerald, if you're if you're going to do it like that, right? If you're going to pie it out like that, normally what happens is. There's a top end and a low end. So if you're at the top end of the 30%, like it's judged like the top 
10% who make thir the 30% of the cap in the NBA, do you fall into that slot with other players? If yes, then okay. You should be at the top end. If not, you should be towards the mid or the towards the bottom of the 30. And that should be reflected in the cap, whether it goes up or down. But all these variances make it very confusing. Be uh, nevertheless, that this is stupid. It, it's stupid. It, it it really is. It makes no sense to me. Well, it just again, he's he's whatever he signs for an extension, it's either going to be a he's either going to be thirty percent of whatever the cap is, or thirty five percent of whatever the cap is. I don't think signs, he'll ever get thirty five percent based on his injury history. You could. He would never. You uh, would never pay. I bet that you to Chicago. Him. Chicago would want to sign it. It's possible. Yeah, it's possible, Gerald. The Hometown guy. Yeah, they're home. thirsty. They're thirsty for something like that, Gerald. That wouldn't shock me. Uh, no, that wouldn't shock me. But however, that would be the only exception. They would be the only exception because no other executive in the right mind would. Uh, would uh, uh, go into their owner's office and uh, ask them to authorize spending 35% on a player who's going to be 31. And now you're going to be basically putting all your eggs in one basket for, as Gerald and others have said with this, you know, uh, uh, other, uh, what about ism with him is, can't stay healthy long enough to earn that kind of money. Just doesn't have the rec requisite enthusiasm. Huh? Like he's like, so there are five elements to a superstar. Anthony Davis only has three. Like that's, that's the issue too, is there's no wow factor. There's, there needs to be a wow factor. Instead. That's basically what Joe said. His whole career is great. It's a Hall of Fame career. He's going to go down as one of the all-time greats. But as, as Joe was basically trying to say, is there's no wow factor there. If he has a wow factor year, then that changes his uh, level. I wish you wouldn't say that no GM outside of Chicago would be crazy enough to do that. Remember, how much did we see Houston give Dylan Brooks? Yeah, I um, Dylan Brooks got uh, what was it ninety? Close to ninety. Yeah, close to ninety. So, oh so, God. so you don't want to retract that statement. Not I'm just not. say almost every deal. <laughs> But Joe, I want to ask. <laughs> That's crazy, buddy. That, and I would rather pay it thirty. Hey, you know what? If somebody wants to spend their money at a, at a Puerto Rican, you know, brothel, Gerald, and waste their money, why stop them? But I, I, I seriously doubt a big over the like. If you're not gonna give, if nobody's gonna give somebody, uh, yeah, just I don't think so. Joe, let me ask you this, my friend. Uh, Scarlet and Blue says, why bother doing extension now until he frees up money over the years? I don't think AD will go elsewhere. And if he does, it just allows in, us to bring in new talent when AD is near the end of his peak. And the one good thing Tim Bontemps earlier on the Hoop Collective said on the ESPN is that, remember, it wasn't too long ago when the Lakers weren't getting free agents to come here. There was a period of time when the Lakers absolutely sucked and they couldn't actually get people to come in here. And people were 
embarrassing the Lakers by not even wanting to get them an interview for, for a free agent uh, job. So it can easily turn on a dime as we've seen over the course of the years, my friend. But what do you think about what Scarlet and Blue says about the fact that we should just assume that AD is not going to go elsewhere? That's a lot of, that's a pretty loaded question or a few questions there. I, I look back at some of the guys that were trying to come here or guys that we didn't get, LaMarcus Aldridge, Carmelo Anthony, when he still could play. Lakers actually dodged bullets with those guys. Those guys were not going to – yeah, they weren't going to change anything. I think timing, again, has something to do with this. And when the timing came right, LeBron James came to the Lakers Mm -hmm. uh, with – with a little bit of an assistance uh, with Magic Johnson. I don't know if, if LeBron comes to L.A. if Magic's not there. Uh, I know it's an easy answer to say that it was because Magic made it easier, but I believe LeBron might have come anyways. LeBron had a plan for, you know, he's the, he's the self-proclaimed king. What better way to end your career than to wear purple and gold and bring a championship to the purple and gold as the self-proclaimed king and it happened it's i i I think we fall into these imaginary things and i say we not me i don't fall into it i'm saying as people because i'm i'm I'm, i don't think that way we think things are going on when they're not just like anthony davis apparently is you know greg odin to a lot of people a guy that never plays, which is stupid. He plays. He plays more than the guys that you, everyone fawns over half the time. Kawhi Leonard in the preseason has won, what, the last four NBA championships, right? The Clippers yes. are, have – I mean, they could they could put a, a banner next to Taylor Swift's banner, which she might get a second one, by the way. Uh, for those of you who don't know, that lady is. Well, she's not going to be it. She goes to the larger. What the hell? I don't know. She goes to SoFi. Forget her, her about people, the, the tiny little. Forget about the tiny little crypto. The crypt there. Her people. Her people are creating earthquakes <laughs> yes. for her. So, the Clippers are putting preseason NBA championship banners in their minds, and yet I'm sitting there standing, going, "Well." How does that make any sense? And the the, the signings and the performances, I, I, I don't know. It, it's all interpretation. And we live in a, in a world now where if we want to believe something is what it is, apparently it is. And if you don't agree with the mass who believe it, you're wrong. No, you're wrong. Logic doesn't go wrong. Logic is logic. The Clippers have had Kawhi Leonard play the way he's played, and they've won nothing. Paul George is kind of like the second guy there, too. Anthony Davis led a team that was broken at the All-Star break and then led him to the Western Conference Finals with LeBron James. I mean, come on. I mean, when you really sit back and look at it objectively – LeBron James and Anthony Davis took a broken team to the Western Conference Finals. They had no business being there. So I'm I am just I want the mental part to be ready for this season. And I don't want to risk 
the Lakers are worth $10 billion. Just pay the guy that the money, however it plays out. Yeah, we don't want to pay him $300 million, but I, I have a feeling that he's going to take the 170 to be sure. Get another championship. And then at that point, it's just I, I don't really give a crap. I just want to enjoy the fact that we, we likely will never have to look above or on the side with the Celtics again. Well, if you sign if you sign him to that three year extension, if you're offered to him on August the fourth, you you know you do not end up paying him the three hundred million dollars plus, but you pay him about two hundred fifty when you consider the, when you throw in the two years that he still gets left, uh, and you add on the three on top of it that he would sign for an extension three years one seventy on top of it, so it'd be about two fifty you would end up. So it is a considerable amount of savings. So you have to look at that. But Sean. Again, when it comes down to it, uh, you know, you got to go ahead. You, you said right away that the Lakers should offer it. I think it's, it's something that you got to have and what you you have an asset that still can play at a top level. And despite the injury history, you're pretty much backed up against the walls. Just like, you know, for us, it's good. It's a lot better equation, even with our with our almost 40 year old star player and another player who hasn't played 65 games compared to what the Clippers have to deal with and the fact that, you know, what do they do in regards to an extension for Kawhi and Paul George? That's even more mind numbing. If you're not, I'm sure Lawrence Frank is getting a headache just over that. But when you come to Gerald, why do you think Michael Winger left that, left that place? Oh, Oh, Washington, Washington wants, needs a GM. Hi, bye-bye. I'll see you later. I want nothing to do with this monstrosity that's about to ensue. Yeah, I'll go I over don't... to Washington where they're going to let me rebuild an organization and I'll try and fix it myself. Yeah, good on Michael Winger. And by the way, Gerald, that's one of the best moves the Wizards have have, have pulled off as an organization in the past 20 years. Um, so hopefully it pretends... Well, Myers probably left. One of the reasons why is just so hard where they're at to build, continue to build that roster. Yeah, it's difficult because eventually that that yellow brick road uh, ends at a brick wall eventually, especially with that second tax apron if they stay in it. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens for both those teams and, and what they can do. But with the Lakers, unfortunately, again, they have to go ahead and offer them. I think they have no choice. It's it's you cannot let the asset walk for nothing. You cannot let Anthony Davis walk for nothing. You have to go ahead and offer him. And if you offer him now and he accepts it, it could potentially save you tens of millions of dollars. And that, to me, over the course of a, of a extended period of time. Why well, make tens billions of when you can make millions? Millions, absolutely. Yeah, yes. I was laughed my ass off when I heard that the first time. I was like in the theater and I was like. <laughs> it's like one of those one of those things where everybody's just like paused. Those are the best when you're. Those are the best lines to remember when you're around people who are drunk. That's that's can that's Canadian drunk humor right there. Yeah, and then the chair he kept doing this. Oh, oh, do you oh do you mean when he was trying to do the three point turn? Yeah, 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 in the cart. Yeah, that was great. You know, Mike Myers had had this and, and. Will Ferrell in his in his prime had this effect too, where you're trying to stop laughing because you've been laughing for the last 30 seconds, and then they do something else where you keep laughing and you can't catch your breath. 
Like it's not stop. They 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 couldn't they couldn't edit out James Franco laughing at whatever Danny McBride told him uh, when he was doing that uh, that video diary and Danny McBride, Danny McBride just like like just creepily talk about in. underrated. There there's a movie called Fanboys. Righteous he, Gemstones, by the way, everybody check out Righteous Gemstones. It's just hilarious. got approved for just got approved for another season. Yeah, and watch and, and watch fanboys. Sorry, Joe. Has, Sorry, Joe. It's okay. It's okay. He he had a he had a role in there for like two minutes, and there's a scene where one of the guys. I'll just keep it. I don't want to do any spoilers here, but there's one of the guys that's that's in the movie. He has one testicle. And he goes up and he he acts like this guy where he knows all everybody's information, like he's that guy. And he goes, "Oh yeah, we know all about your Uniball." And I uh, I couldn't like I couldn't stop for like ten minutes. I could Uniball. Like where the hell did he think of that one? Uniball. Now I use that almost every day. Anytime that it, there's some kind of singular ball or whatever, I'm just like, why don't you go get that uniball or something? And of course, no one knows what the hell I'm talking about. We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout, but we'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Hey, Lakers fans, looking for the best place to go for up to date news, information, original videos, articles, podcasts, opinion pieces, and discussions about the Los Angeles Lakers, well, look no further than Lakerholics.com. With a legion of followers always there talking about everything Lakers and the NBA, there's no better place to go to share your fandom as the team heads toward another championship run. So stop by and be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. So I ask you this, Sean, when it comes to the extension as it goes on, and once again, it's the Lakers fast break. We truly appreciate you watching and listening. Again, a lot of things to consider, Sean, but when it comes down to it, the Lakers are getting backed up against the wall, and it looks like regardless of the injury history that he has, regardless of the fact that his play sometimes comes and goes as his interest level comes and goes. We've seen this before, Sean. I mean, last season, there was kind of that lull where we weren't sure where his head was at. You know, it was kind of like weird where he was was not playing to the kind of level that he was playing. And then all of a sudden, boom, started playing, you know, like ridiculously well amongst the top five in the league. So my your thoughts, my friend, on this, it just seems like, again, that the Lakers will offer him on August the 4th. I don't know. I don't think it's a 100% done deal that he's going to accept it. That's interesting. I'm, I don't think it's a hundred percent. I'm not going to say he's, I won't be surprised if he accepts it. I just say people just assuming it on online and, and looking at it all over Twitter X and I, you know, saying it's a done deal, done deal. I don't know. You know, if he feels like bank, there could be that small possibility. He could want to bank on himself. You know, Gerald, that that's true. But you know, aside from Kobe's, um, disgruntled attitude about the direction of the team and requesting a trade. Lakers have done a pretty good job of quietly handling their business drill outside of a side of a blemish or two here. Powell and Kobe signed extensions after the uh the first the first championship they won very quietly happened. After both uh the Lakers won in twenty twenty 
both AD and LeBron quietly just signed extensions. It, it just it, it it the Lakers don't really make a a habit of being like the Houston Rockets or being like the uh, Toronto Raptors and trying to make headlines for being in the news for all the wrong reasons because as an organization or uh, as ownership you think all no head no headline is a bad headline that's not true um so i i actually respect this this aspect of the lakers they try and handle you know contract extensions in house and i think joe brings up a a very uh ardent point that you know uh ad doesn't want to be a distraction to his teammates because team comes before me with him it's not we it's me with anthony davis so i think he eventually signs the extension gerald but i think you're right maybe he doesn't sign it uh, right away, but I think he will sign it before training camp. Joe, do you think the same thing? Do you think he'll actually put some suspense into it before he agrees to it, or do you think he'll just sign it right away? Just I would it. actually hold out. To be honest, if he's so adamant about playing the four, as I mentioned to Mark or in the chat, the world's best Lakers chat room that's out there, I, you know, I would just say that I would want to play maybe hold out and say the Lakers. Give me a give me a five. Give me a five that can play alongside me before yeah. I sign that. He's not like that. He he's never shown any. Uh, you could say his. He's not demonstratively uh, uh, upset. You can say he's or... been. He, you can say he's been vocal a little bit in his apprehensiveness in not playing the five, but he's <laughs> never not done it. He's just well, saying, he, I don't want to do it. He didn't leave New Orleans. On he the doesn't. Track. That's the part where AD does not get enough credit, and it's it's also somewhat of a detriment because he's. You can look at it also as he's not a. He doesn't have that killer type mentality. Most killers like Jordan, Kobe, and those guys, they're they want to eat you. They want to. They want. They want that pressure. They want to be in your face and demand things because they're demanding to be great, but. AD has never been a wrench in any kind of chemistry or any kind of verbal issue. And I don't, I just don't see him. I could see him doing either one. If he doesn't sign, he's like, I'm not getting hurt and I'm getting that 300 million. And that that's fine. That I, I totally would get it. If he went that route, especially if he has a good year and they win, win it all. Ooh, he'll get that before he even asks for it or before it's before he's eligible, they'll know. They'll, oh, well, this is the second championship AD has won. It is very likely that he might end up winning finals MVP on top of that with the way things are going. So imagine that. Imagine if he bets on himself. Let's say he sits down with his agent and he says, all right, if I sit down, am I getting this contract either way? Probably. So really, it doesn't really matter if he wins. But if he does win, I mean, there's just not going to be a, a hesitation. Not even a little bit. And if he gets hurt, oh, well, I've made over $200 million in my career. I'll be fine. If you ask me what I would do, I'd wait. I would wait, too, to be honest with you. I, 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 I think he's going to accept it. But, yeah, I would wait, personally. I'd but bet if, on he's not, if, he, if he doesn't play the full year, he's not getting that money, I don't think. I don't think he'll get it. Like, look, I'm sorry, uh, Anthony, but we we can't rely on someone who's only playing 50 games a year and not winning a championship. Because that's what masked 
last year's injury issues with LeBron and AD is the fact that they made a run. If they lose in the play-in, it's a disastrous year for both LeBron and AD individually. But I'll go back at you again. That's part of the reason why I think they ran, you know, ran out of gas, you know, in the Denver series is because they had to play so hard in that last month, month and a half, just to get to where they got to the conference finals. And, you know, like you said, that feeds off the fact that they both weren't there for extended periods of time. Sean, again, you know, it's just not as easy. It's just not as cut and dry as people think. I, you know, what, what really got wanted me to get into this conversation with you guys, uh, Sean, was that the fact is, again, I see this online like it's a done deal, like it's a no-brainer, like it's going to happen, like both sides are just going to be kumbaya, and it's going to be great. But you know what? When you look at it uh, from both sides of the equation, whether you're on ADs or the Lakers side, it isn't so cut and dry the way you look at it. No, not not really. Uh, I mean, there there are pros and cons to uh, to signing that extension, or or again as Jared or offering him that extension. Gerald, extension, yeah. So I mean, there are options on the table, and like you said, Gerald, it's it's you know obviously it's likely two options. It's you you uh, offer him the uh, extension or you don't, and I mean we know that uh, that. It's not like they're not going to offer it to him. They will. So it's just a matter of uh, a fait accompli, whether he wants to accept it or not. Um, I, I think he will. Um, just based on, you know, a number of factors here. But uh, one one being, I understand, I understand what you're saying, Gerald, about uh, him potentially uh, going to a situation where – you know, it's a big payday. However, um, you'd also you'd also have to remember that um, for for him to do something like that, he'd be he'd be risking uh, a lot because if he went to a situation like that, Gerald, despite despite what everybody thinks, um, he's not a very he's not based on material possessions like. Uh, a lot of other people are. He doesn't, he doesn't, um, value is different for him than other people. Like value for Joel Embiid is winning an MVP, winning a defensive player of the award, uh, being admired and adulated. That, that's what value is to Embiid. Value to Anthony Davis is being, being as healthy as he possibly can be and being an, the ultimate disruptor on defense to help his team win championships. He's about winning. That's what he's about. That's his value. That's that's his value system. His value system is winning, not personal adulation, admiration from the comment section like Embiid does. Joe, do you agree? Concur with, with Sean on that? But again, for everybody out there, I just don't think it's as cut as dry, cut and dry, as people think uh, from both sides of the question, both the Lakers and Anthony Davis side. I just think that it will get done. I think because again, because the Lakers are backed up against the wall, and Joe said it best on that. It's just ultimately what it looks like is going to go ahead, especially based off of AD's injury history and what the options the Lakers ultimately have. It's timing. The timing is is in favor of Anthony Davis. 
I don't believe Washington or Portland wanted to pay Damian Lillard or Bradley Beal the money they paid them at the time, but they had to. They had to due to obligations to the CBA as well as this was their franchise player. The uh, timing is everything. It really is. Uh, These contracts that you're seeing in the NFL too uh, that are not – you know, you're, you've got the most recent one, which is Justin Herbert. He's now the highest paid player, I think, ever. No, it's got to be a soccer player, a football player. Soccer, fo- yeah. No, 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 no. NFL, man. Come on. Oh, but you're just the high, highest played. You said yeah, yeah. In, in the NFL. That's what I'm talking okay. about. You're at the NFL yeah. next time. Get, you're on no sleep. We get it. We get it, brother. Freaking guy over here, man. Anyways, <laughs> be specific. And you know, you know what's what it is because every time I see within the last three months, you got Jalen Hurts making fifty. This next guy making fifty point two. Then the next one is fifty point five. Now I'm sitting there going, Patrick Mahomes is sitting there with a cigar going, <laughs> ready to cash in. You know, so that's what. The, N- the NBA guys, they're just sitting there going, all right, if I time this the right way, I can get 300. Jalen Brown is, come on, Jalen Brown. And that's this is not anything new. A lot of people and, don't. And Jason Tatum's just sitting back saying, well, well, lot, yeah, Jason year? Tatum, yeah. You're going to pay two guys practically the entire salary cap at some point here. And it doesn't matter how high that sucker gets. It's not going to get that no, high. No, they'll be 70% of the cap. Each terrible, year, you know, the- terrible. Terrible, yeah. And then they can't trade those guys. So you're going to be two guys in the merry minimums, just like Shaq and Colby back in the day. Except you're not going to win anything. Um, the It doesn't really matter, though, because the Lakers are – LeBron's coming off the books in 20 – sorry, you want to say something, Sean? Oh, I saw you are like – Yay! And then you stopped yourself. Thank you, insert for subscribing. Go ahead, Sean. Go ahead, Sean. You sure? Don't be shy. All right. Anyways, so (laughs) no, if that was me, I'd be like, okay. So I was getting worried there because I know you've, you've had a busy couple of days. You were like this for a second. Busy's like, not the word, guys. That's just what I – that's the life. And there was but, no blinking. There was no blinking. You're almost doing the Charles Manson thing. That's I good. I was getting kind of worried. That's good. It's okay. I'm doing fine. Uh, All right. Anyways, so <laughs> the timing of this is what's going to play in favor of the Anthony Davis camp. Anthony Davis can play – he can he can play he can play out play it however he wants and still win. You're talking about a guy who will end up probably making a half a bill when he's all so when it's all said and done. Warren Buffett said it best: after fifty million, it's all the same. I, I have no basis of, of in my personal life to say what that is, but what is what is Anthony Davis's goal? Is he want to be Aaron Rodgers? where he gets the most money or does he want to be Tom Brady where Tom Brady continuously took pay cuts or less money than he could have to make sure that he had chances at winning Super Bowl. So 
Does Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis reminds me, if I had to use a comparison, Anthony Davis reminds me a lot of Troy Aikman. He's that guy that has just astronomical talent. And you don't ever really see him kind of, you never saw him go after records. The guy I think had like 13 touchdowns a few of those years, but that was easy because he had the greatest offensive line that ever lived with Emmett Smith in the back. So he didn't need to really pass, but he was still a threat. That was what made him great. It was, you couldn't just zone in on, on Emmett Smith. Otherwise he'd pick you apart with Michael Irvin or Jay Novacek or Alvin Harper. So Anthony Davis reminds me very much uh, of a Troy Aikman where he just, you don't ever hear him complain. And is it my team? Is it this? And, he just goes about his business. I don't think he's interested in uh, breaking records or anything like that. He just wants to come play, win, and go home. And if he doesn't win, he he understands life is still good. Does that make sense? That's it. We got a guy that – Anthony Davis is one of the most stressless players of that caliber I've, I think I've ever seen at least as a Laker. You know, Shaq had drama. Kobe had drama. Magic had drama. Kareem, I don't know if he really had drama. Kareem always was kind of cerebral when it came to basketball. His his stuff was more outside the game. So I don't know if Kareem ever really created problems on with the, within the team. Uh, Worthy also was never an issue. So, again, you, but, you know, we got a player who just doesn't that doesn't get affected by certain things that we're used to guys of his caliber being affected uh, with. Uh, he's def- never not a Durant by any means, even a LeBron. LeBron and Durant have shown some things in their careers that have been irritating, but I haven't seen it with Anthony Davis other than the fact that he goes to the locker room once a game. Well, again, that's something we have to consider. Is that a scarf, Sean? Or a shawl? Huh? What the hell are you wearing? Is that a jacket? A jacket. A oh, okay, yeah. It's a vest. It's, a, it's one of those Costco vests, Joe. Okay. <laughs> I, I know that one of your vests. You Costco t-shirt. All right. Everybody, it's pretty good, eh, right? Our chat room was getting kind of bothered by you wearing a vest the other day because of how hot it was. And we're just like, there, you were the envy of everyone out there because of the fact that because you Because I was in vest. air conditioning? Because you were in a vest. I was in a vest. I've uh, never seen anybody wear a vest uh, over a jersey. That's that's why. I think Master Grice Theater, there's a little bit of Master Grice Theater-ish going on here. You just need to shift to that angle you were at no, that it's a, one time. It's, a, it's, a, it's amazing. It's amazing. Joe brought this up because I, I pretty much have completed the, the composition of what's, what's coming up. I think I have a, a good name too, but I'm going to run it. I by don't the think boy. you realize gonna, how funny it's going to be when the production value is the, there. I'm going to run it by the, uh, the uh, <laughs> management here to see how it will go. We're, but we're, We've been, we've been, we've been solicited to do more shorts. It is going to be, Epic shorts. That's Let's seriously, so. it's good. No, there's no hope. It's gonna be good. Okay. Gerald, Gerald's concern is we'll go a little over the top, but 
We're, no, we're, you don't need to. Never stopped you guys. You don't need to go over the top. It's tasteful. Jim. You remember? It's okay, tasteful. you remember? Do you remember the Paul Mooney skits? Yeah. That's what it's gonna be. It's gonna be short and sweet. Enough, never ever bad. I love, I love where you go with that concept. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Once Check again, it's the Lakers. <laughs> divorce play. You know, I'm telling you guys, man, I, this has been the year of the divorce around me. Unfortunately, it's negative, but I had no friends up until last September who have had any divorces. I'm 45, or I was 44 at that time. And then all of a sudden, between September and March, three of my friends got divorced. I'm just like, damn, the hell's going on? What's in the water? residual from covid i don't know what but yeah man it's out there you know it's more funerals and more divorces are coming <laughs> and on that note it is the lakers fast break we truly appreciate you sorry I, I had to go i had to tail into your morbidity from last week to now yeah. oh now you just capitalized hey, it, on it's, it too it's okay every, every everybody's got to go at some point yeah and and could be after Joe says. Lately, it's been the husband. Be yeah, sooner rather. Get out of here. Before we head on out, Magic Man, you have got a special guest coming tomorrow for a show at 8 p.m. Eastern time tomorrow. So it is going to be an earlier show for our Eastern Coast individuals out there. What do you have planned for everybody out there for the Lakers Fast Break again tomorrow at 8 p.m. Eastern? All right, Gerald. So um, I, there's been a lot of talk. Obviously, the talk of the summer right now is uh, stalled trade talks between um, the Blazers and the Heat and uh, obviously the Scuttlebutt and Hullabaloo surrounding Dame. So I'm having uh, special guests on tomorrow. His name is Daniel Riccio. Daniel comes to us via the Hot Hot Hoops podcast and the Hot Hot Hoops uh, Substack. Um, He's a great writer, Gerald. Um, I was introduced to him when uh, he was uh, eloquently writing about what uh, Udonis Haslam meant to uh, not just the Heat, but the Miami community. And uh, we're going to get his thoughts on uh, what he thinks about uh, the upcoming season with the Heat and his observations about what he thinks Gabe Vincent will be like as well. And that's going to be tomorrow, 8 p.m. Eastern, right here, wherever you get your Lakers Fast Break podcast, whether it's YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, kick the whole nine yards. Go ahead and check it out today. Or if you're listening on audio, you'll get this the next day right here at the Lakers Fast Break audio feed. So, guys, it's been great talking. Anthony Davis, again, we will find out later this week uh, in regards to whether or not he goes ahead and decides to take up the offer or he decides to go ahead and say, you know what, I'm better off as is and I'll just wait it out. So we'll see. Uh, I think he takes it and I think they offer to him. I think it's going to be something that's going to be a little bit more cut and dry. But again, uh, you know, there's always that chance and there is options available to him. So if it gets a little sticky and it gets a little messy, We'll report it for you right here at the Lakers Fast Break. Joe, Sean, great to have you here as always. Uh, Joe, any last thoughts before we head on out? I am uh, excited about getting through August. 
because we need to get the basketball now. <laughs> I am uh, I'm dreading this this dead month, which is August. It's dead in every sport. I know preseason's coming, but no one cares about the preseason in the NFL. Baseball blows right now. Uh, even for and those that's teams. with your Dodgers winning. Yeah, the Dodgers. The, the problem with the Dodgers uh, in the regular season is I've been teased enough the last five years to where I swore off the regular season for 2023. I barely watch a full game during the regular season. Last year, I watched more baseball than I ever have in a season in my life, and I was excited. And it was, it was, it was. We were primed and ready. And to, to win only one playoff game because of a continuous clueless manager or management of the lineups of the pitching changes over and over again, it just becomes, it, it burns you out. It burns you out that you waste. I wasted so much bandwidth watching things on my phone and things like that for what? So that they can win one game, one after winning 111. And right now they have no pitching and our only savior that's available is possibly Justin Verlander. Justin Verlander. The only thing good about Justin Verlander coming to LA is his wife coming with him. That's about it. (laughs) Knew you were going to say that. (laughs) And of course, Max Scherzer goes to Texas where apparently, I don't know what the... Texas Rangers, I don't know if they have uh, oil money behind whatever they're doing, but or chic money. I mean, those guys just continue to spend money in, I don't know, for what reason, I don't know. But uh, I'm, I'm ready for NBA basketball. I'm ready for the Lakers. I'm ready to get the ball going here, man. I, I really want our show to start getting to another level here, and we need basketball to do it. Absolutely, indeed. But once again, it's the Lakers fast break. Again, search and destroy. You do an amazing job of helping us moderate the best Lakers chat room that's out there right here at the Lakers fast break. All props to you. You just done a great and sensational job each and every time out. Please get us to 1,000 subscribers, just like search says. So please, if you have someone in your life that's a Lakers fan, please let them know about us right here at the Lakers fast break. So for Magic Man Sean Grice, who's got a great interview lined up for tomorrow. And Joe Soro from Simblades and LakersBall.com. It's Gerald Glassford. Thanks so much for watching and listening. Once again, we're going on a little earlier for you East Coast people out there. It's 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific. I know for the people on the West Coast, it's a drive home. But go make sure you go ahead. If you can't catch it live, catch it right after. Got a great interview upcoming. Right here tomorrow, of course, the only place you can go for Lakers news and information right here, the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Have a good evening, everyone. Stay safe.